Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, extremely hardworking <laughs> Disney summer song loving wife and co-host, yeah. Michelle. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Hi, everybody. And I know when you say with, it, you are like fingers virtually. in the air parentheses. Virtually, yeah, virtually. with. Yes, we yes. are still separated uh, for now, mm-hmm. and we are still on different coasts, but only for another couple of weeks. As of we are recording this episode, it's only going to be two weeks, I believe, from today Yay. that you are two going weeks to be from today. out here, and uh, that'll be it. We'll be together yes. forever out here Woo-hoo. in our brand new home. Um, so we are recording this episode, by the way, on Friday, June 24th. 2022 like i said uh, last week's episode we're going to be recording these episodes on maybe not the usual times not on sunday mornings <laughs> like we used to do them because of the fact i have a new job my schedule's weird i don't know when my next day <laughs> off is coming so we're recording now just to make sure we can get this done and on the air for you on uh, sunday june 26 2022 right of course, once we're together on the same coast, our, our schedules will sync up a little bit here better as well. So hopefully right. that'll be easier too. <laughs> that should make things a little easier. I still don't think yeah. we'll be recording on Sunday mornings very often. Right. But our episodes will continue, at least for the foreseeable future, to continue to drop on the uh, Sundays. So um, don't plan on that changing right now, though. We want to have them out there for you to begin your week and hopefully bring you a little positive energy into your week. Right, Michelle? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we appreciate that you joined us today, whatever day it may be. In the future, you can find <laughs> us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... We'd love for you and invite you to join our newsletter group. Please sign up for the newsletter. I did get our newsletter this week. Um, odds are maybe 50-50 of me getting one oh, out this come on. week You'll be because doing uh, <laughs> I don't know when I have a day off. But either way, we will get them out to you as regularly as possible. Once Michelle gets out here, she's going to take over the newsletter and uh, it's going to be an all new fabulous newsletter. So you're going to want to join it for sure. More than anything, it's just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way is to follow us on uh, social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, as I say, it's always so amazing to have such fun fabulous people sharing all the fun that they have during the week and things that they're looking forward to or plans they have. And I know if you're not on that already, you'll want to be there because it's great fun. It is great fun. And we got some input on today's show from a couple of our Hyperion adventurers on that Hyperion adventurer Facebook group, but it's just good, positive energy, just trying to share goodness and everything that's going on that's great in everybody's world out there with everybody and so we hope you you will join and have some fun there and if you haven't joined yet or if you have already joined thank you for being there we're a lot of fun if you haven't joined yet come on in join put your toe in the pool it's that's fun right in there. it's nice <laughs> in there we'll have some fun there also we're on youtube if you want to find us there just do a quick search for hyperion adventures podcast hit subscribe you'll know whenever we have a new video and if you ever want to contact us for any reason 
please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we really want you to feel welcome that you can reach out to us, you know, for anything. Uh, if you want to share some information or ask questions about our episodes, uh, if there's a particular subject you want us to cover, just feel free. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we just love being in touch with you in any way, shape, or form uh, through the Gmail account, through social media, whatever it is. We want your input, and we appreciate everybody that does provide us input on a regular basis. Now, if you'd like to support the show and get a little swag out of it while you're doing it, well, there's a couple great ways to do that. One is through our Spreadshirt shop, where you can pick out all sorts of different items in different sizes, different colors with our various different different logos that we have and uh, we get a portion of that to help kind of us through some of the fees associated with the show and you get to walk around in the parks or at home or in your living room or whatever it is with a little piece of the Hyperion Adventures podcast with you. Yeah and uh, I looked recently the other day and it looked like there were some additional new styles in the t-shirts and of course they have things other than t-shirts there as well but uh, it's it's always something great to go check if you've if you've even shopped there before there might be a new item that you just can't live without. Yeah I get the emails about new stuff that's coming up on that site uh, all the time. So uh, if you want to find us there, just go to Spreadshirt.com and you can do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast or you can go to any of our profile pages on our social media. We have a Linktree account there that has a link right to our page. Another great way to do it is through our Patreon page. If you want to find us there, just go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures Podcast and you can become a member and help us out there and you'll get some swag out of it. Um, we have some episodes in the works uh, trying to bring some of the, our Patreon members on. We have tiers starting as low as $2 per month, so not really much. Um, and you, like I said, you get some cool stuff out of it and you get to be, you know, hey, a wonderful Hyperion Adventurer Patreon. Right. And we truly appreciate those of you who are continuing to support us through the Patreon group. It really does, as Tom mentioned, help cover the costs of having a podcast. Yeah. This thing isn't free. We enjoy doing it. We try and put it out there for you, mostly for free, but there are some fees and we just kind of like to curb that a little bit. But we also like to give you some swag out of it. Like, not yeah. giving, you know, it's not just you're, you're just giving us money. No, we're, we're going to make it worth your while uh, through one of these ways. Uh, that you can help the show. Now, before we get into this week's episode, we always like to take a look back at the week that was because, you know, the weeks, they have their ups, their downs, their highs, their lows, their twists, their turns, but there always are these bright spots within the week that we like to focus on because, you know, we are all about positivity on the Hyperion Adventures podcast. So we like to call this segment the My Favorite Thing from This Week. Now, Michelle, I don't, I, you were a little concerned. You didn't have one ready <laughs> earlier, but let's just check in with you and see if you're ready now. What was your favorite thing from this week? Uh, well, I think really one of the things, I don't know if you want to call it favorite things, but I think one of the things that brought me a lot of joy this week was actually watching the final episode of the Obi-Wan series. Uh, we got to do it together virtually. Um, and, it was such an amazing episode. It was my favorite episode, and uh, I don't want to give any spoilers away for for those of you who haven't seen it, but it, it was just um, so fabulous to watch that, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'll give you a spoiler, not a real spoiler, but a spoiler, and probably not actually a spoiler, because the fact is, 
I cried <laughs> multiple times during that episode. <laughs> I had to turn away from the camera. Michelle probably still caught me wiping tears yeah. away from my eyes because it was a very emotional episode. I enjoyed it. It is one of my favorite things from this week. I was, look, when it was announced at the D23 Expo in 2019, I was a puddle in tears knowing that <laughs> Ewan McGregor was going to come back and play Obi-Wan Kenobi because I think he's spectacular in that role. Um, I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I was a puddle again watching this episode. He did such a fabulous job. I, I think they wrapped up the series. Hopefully there's more stories to be told, but they wrapped up this season or the series, whatever it may be, in a really, really, they did it really, really well. And I really appreciated that. Don't you think, Michelle? Oh, most definitely. You know, and I think it's interesting you bring up the 2019 when it was first announced. Um, back then, we didn't have anything else uh, on Disney Plus. Well, Disney Plus hadn't started start yet. yet yeah. And then, you know, they talked about these series, but we never knew what to expect from it. And, you know, I think with the quality of the technology that they've used to make, whether you're talking the, like uh, WandaVision or um, The Mandalorian, you know, I mean, with, you know, just how it was, it's like watching a film, like a, a movie, you know, I mean, granted it's broken up into to episodes, but it's that level quality of, of the, how it looks, how it feels, the story, the depth of the story, the depth of the characters. Um, and I think it just exceeded anything we were thinking even back then of what was going to come up in these series. And they've, they've all been really amazing. And, and I think that, um, people have enjoyed, you know, whether it's the Obi-Wan or like I said, you know, the other Star Wars series or what's going on with Marvel, uh, series as well. Now Miss Marvel. And it's, it's great to see that the content is superior. Yeah, and I think that there's a little piece of something for everybody in these series that you can enjoy. I mean, not everybody's going to love every series or they're going to be think some are okay and some are great or, you know, whatever. But I think that there, I like that there's a, a diverse grouping, like especially with Marvel. I mean, you have so many different kind of genres within it, you know, one's more of a kind of a spy, one's more kind of mystical, you know, right. one's kind of a comedy, you know, I mean, they're just, <laughs> they're just so interesting. And that is actually another one of my favorite things from this week is that we finally we're, we're playing a lot of catch up on some of our shows. I mean, I wanted to be sure and watch the Obi-Wan Kenobi series with Michelle as often as we could. But because our schedules aren't meshed up being on different coasts and we have to do these virtually all the time, we are, we are behind on all our shows. But we did finally catch the first episode of Miss Marvel and I totally <laughs> enjoyed it. It was just so fun. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and, and watching more of that with you, Michelle, as that, that, that series progresses as well. Oh, most, most definitely too. I feel the same way. And yeah, it was such a great intro to that, what that series is going to provide and loved it, loved it. So mm -hmm. yep. enjoyed that. I, I had a slew of favorite things from this week. Um, one thing that just hit me close at home, because finally is literally close to home, uh, was <laughs> that we finally got some furniture that we've been trying to get delivered hey! for about three <laughs> weeks into our brand new home. So now I'm not sitting on a folding chair anymore. I'm now <laughs> actually sitting on a couch as of last night. That was exciting. Yeah, a dinner at a dinner table, not uh, just, you know, basically off the floor. Um, oh, so, your lap. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. And finally, uh, one other thing is that we signed up for the Run Disney Princess 
race weekend, the 10K. Right. Uh, we will be doing that in February, and we're very excited to, to to take part in another Run Disney race. Hopefully, we can do this one because we've had a couple of false alarms in the past couple of years. But this one, right. um, we're excited to, to actually knock out for sure. Yeah. So looking forward to that, too. And we're already starting to talk what our our bounding or costumes will be, our cosplay will be for the run. So right. we're still trying to decide fun. which one of us is going to be the princess. <laughs> well, we're trying to decide who's going to wear the princess outfit. We know who's the princess. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You all know who the princess is out there. You really do. You do. <laughs> Enough about that. Let's move on to this week's show. I have lots of stuff for you for this week, including last week we discussed many of the announced fall events that are coming this year to Disneyland. Well, this week we have news about a different season's holiday celebration at the Walt Disney World Resort. We'll tell you all about that. We now know when a favorite DVC spot will reopen, but it'll look a little different when it does. We'll tell you all about that. And last week we were wondering... Who the godparent will be for the Disney wish? Well, we have that information for you. And guess what? It's more than one. Many more, as a matter of fact. So (laughs) you're going to want to find out about that. But enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. week's main topic you know it was summer solstice just took place last tuesday on the 21st of june and you know we haven't done a music episode in a while we've done some five favorite lists but you know what has called out to us often you've told us many times that some of your favorite episodes that we do are some of our five favorite song episodes. So we figured let's put the two together. Let's put together summer. Let's put together Disney songs. Let's do our five favorite Disney summer songs, right, Michelle? (laughs) That's right. And certainly um, I think in most parts of the country, summer has really uh, flourished in a big, big way and a lot of high temperatures out there. And so, yes, so hot today so hot in a lot of parts of the country it's, it's you know and so yeah i think uh, hopefully th- these will be some fun songs that you might want to put on your playlist as you're enjoying the the hot summer weather just a, a slight digression there um if you see your mail carrier out in some of these hot temperatures you know a nice cool bottle of water or whatever uh will make their day <laughs> just gonna say that right now not that that affects me personally in any way, but just put it out there. Anyway, sorry. just want to digress on that just That's a little funny. bit. But let's go ahead and get to our list of our five favorite Disney summer songs. And when we do these lists, well, we always start with Michelle. One, because she's awesome, wonderful, all things good in the world. She does the best research. You know she has the best tips. But she definitely has not only the best but what is certain to be the most interesting list. Michelle, <laughs> what is your number five favorite Disney summer song? Okay, so did you say list or lists? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you never know with Michelle. You never know. Because I, I was putting together a list and I realized I have another list too. Oh, no. So. <laughs> Here we go. I, I promise I don't want to make this a long episode, but <laughs> but you know, I could 
us to have. You know how it a, goes. A separate. This is the I'll Hyperion Adventures again, podcast, and this is Michelle's part of it. So. <laughs> but going on with my just original, uh, here's the summertime song list. My number five is Jonas L.A. Chillin' in the summertime. Cause we're chillin' in the summertime. Not a cloud in the sky. Everybody's feeling fine. And everything will be alright. Cause we're so in the streets of shine. Not a word be on my mind. Everybody's feeling fine. And everything will be alright. Cause we're chillin' in the summertime. Not a cloud in the sky. Everybody's feeling fine, and everything will be all right. Cause we're chilling in the summertime, not a cloud in the sky. Everybody's feeling fine, and everything will be all right. I mean, I feel like this fit the bill. It's got the word summertime in it, and who doesn't love the Jonas Brothers? Come on. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard that song, but I like it. I dug it. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess we're up to your number five to start your list. Now to the boring list, the much more <laughs> traditional list, the list that isn't going to interest anybody. It's just, you know, basically mm-hmm. just get your song out of the way so we can get back to Michelle's list, please. <laughs> uh, my number five comes from the movie Brave. And it while it's not expressly summer, I just kind of feel like it has a little bit of a summer feel to it. Secrets and mountains are fierce and bold. Deep waters hold reflections of times lost long ago. I will hear every story. Take hold of my own dream. Be as strong as the seas are stormy. I'm proud as an eagle's scheme. I will ride, I will fly, chase the wind and touch the sky. I will fly. So yeah, that's Touch the Sky from Brave, of course. And like I said, it's not expressly a summer song, but there's just something about it that kind of feels like, you know, getting out, getting out to the outdoors, enjoying the season. It's bright. It just has that outdoor feel that I kind of think you can associate with summer. Yeah, and it's funny because that would have been almost on my list as well. Definitely on an honorable mention. So it does have that summer feel to it for sure. Thanks. But enough about that. Let's get back to the real <laughs> list. That's my number five Disney favorite Disney summer song. Let's get to Michelle's number four favorite Disney summer song. Okay, my number four favorite Disney song, and I, this might be on your list because it's from High School Musical 2. It's called What Time Is It?
So, yeah, I mean, again, totally uh, meets all the criteria to be on a summer song list. Uh, but I just, I love, I love the tune. I just love the beat to it. And it, it totally, you can relate thinking back of when last day of school and summer's starting. Yep. It is on my list. Uh, I had a little higher than you, and I will tell you um, kind of where that is in just a moment here. Um, it's kind of teamed up with another song that I had a 3A, and well, I guess I just told you that I had an A and a B <laughs> on, um, and I'll let you know about that when we get to that number here coming up in just a second. So great choice, Michelle, like I said, on my list. So I oh, thank it. you. I, you know, it's funny. I, I almost had it as three. I've gone back and forth and, you know, more recently switched it to number four. So I think we were pretty synchronized there. Pretty but, close. Uh, pretty close. Yes. Not quite matchy matchy, but pretty close. So. Pretty close. What about your number four, honey? My number four song, again, not an expressly summer song, but there's just kind of something fun about it that kind of makes me think of summer. You're never not on my mind. Oh my, oh my. I'm never not by your side, your side, your side. I'm never gonna let you cry, oh cry, no cry. I'll never not be alright, oh Yes, of course. Never not on my <laughs> mind from the band Four Town from Turning Red. And uh, it just speaks to the 12 year old girl that's inside of me. That <laughs> makes me feel like, you know, it's summertime and my favorite band is out playing and I want to go bop to it. So I get it. I get it. Uh, so that's why it's my number four. Oh my God. It's so hilarious that you had that on your list. Cause I wanted that one on my list and I was like, but what can I say? Why? And the only thing I could think of is, well, you could think of summer concerts right. and things like that, you know? And, and because I didn't feel like I could say much about it, I took it off my list and I love it. I'm glad you have it on yours. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> think it expressly within the movie says it's a summer concert, but it just kind of feels like a summer concert. Right. It just kind of feels like that boy band coming to town and, and you're 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 going out there with your your best friends, your BFFs, and having a great time and singing and dancing, and it's just fun. And again, exactly. the twelve year old girl inside of me has shown its <laughs> reared its face once again. So uh, anyway, so oh that gosh. is my number four favorite Disney summer song. Let's get back to the real list, Michelle. What is your <laughs> number three? Well, my number three also has a '90s feel to it. Because it is from a movie from the 90s, from a goofy movie, After Today. After Today, I'm gonna be cruising. Now I'm pep rallies to catch. After Today, my brains will be snoozing. I'm gonna sit on my butt. I've got less than an hour. And when this is ended, I'll either be famous or you'll be suspended. So 
after today. So, yeah, I mean, the song is just adorable, but, you know, really it's, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, it's everybody's kind of, it's the last day of school and everybody's really thinking and talking about what they're going to do over the summer or what they don't have to deal with because school is going to be out. And so I just thought that's a, you know, definitely a great uh, start of the summer kind of song. It's a great choice. I mean, I really probably should have been on my list. Um, I don't know why I didn't think of it. I was trying to think, yeah, of, what, what, is there a song from a Goofy movie that I could put out there? And I mean, any of them, there's a lot of songs on there that could really be right. summer songs, but I didn't really, uh, you know, pin one down as being on this list but uh when you mentioned it here i'm like oh yeah totally makes sense yeah it's the last day of school <laughs> everybody's getting ready to wrap everything up and you know it's right. also max's last chance to impress roxanne so you know right it's, you know, it's, it's it's perfect so that's again michelle's list always the best <laughs> list as you just saw right there i don't think so so i guess we're ready to hear about your your duo of three, number three songs. Right. So since I tipped my <laughs> hand a little earlier, yes, um, I do have a 3A and a 3B. A 3B was What Time Is It uh, from High School Musical 2 that you just heard earlier. And I kind of t- tagged him up, teamed him up with uh, this other song because I kind of felt they both kind of had that same feel to them. And I just mm-hmm. thought that they kind of belong together. So uh, here's the other song that is my 3A. Everybody's taking on the rays of the summer sun. The sand and the waves are made for having fun. Grab your boy, your girl, and hold on tight. Hip cats, hot dogs, yeah, we're so out of sight. Are you ready? So yeah, that is uh, Surf's Up from Teen Beach, uh, the movie, the Disney Channel right. movie. And I just kind of feel like that and uh, What Time Is It from High School Musical 2 kind of belong together. They kind of had that same kind of energy, that same kind of vibe. But it's all about, you know, school's done. Michelle, you mentioned this a little bit earlier when you were talking about What Time Is It. School's done. We're going to get out and have this amazing summer, you know, whether, you know, we all live that, whether we actually had it or whether we perceived it, uh, that that's <laughs> like when, when you get out of school, when school's wrapped up and it's the summertime, you're like, yeah, we're going to do all this great stuff. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to hang out. We're not going to have to wake up early. We're going to do all this great stuff. And yeah, part of that probably comes true. Yeah, a lot of it is like, okay, yeah, summer, maybe it doesn't do as much. But either way, it has that same energy you feel when school gets out for the summer. Yeah, totally, totally does like that. And that's why I think a lot of times, like if you're thinking back or, you know, probably in the moment too, that actually the last day of school, right? That's the most exciting because you're you're thinking about what it's going to be like for your summer and you're thinking your summer is just going to be tremendous and you know, like you said, it may or may not turn out that way, but right at that moment, you have so much excitement and so much energy for that. It's, 
you know, it's kind of like a sporting event, right? When you're going to a sporting event and the, the game is just about to start and you just have that energy that, yes, our team's going to win. And, you know, and, and so it's kind of like that. So great choice, yeah. baby. Oh, thanks. Thanks. So that is my number three, but back to the real list here. Michelle, <laughs> what is your number two favorite Disney summer song? So my number two Disney favorite summer song from Lilo and Stitch is Hawaiian Roller Coaster. There's no place to rather be Lingering in the ocean blue I never had one wish come true I'd surf till the sun sets beyond the horizon Yeah, I mean, it it really, again, you're thinking of being at the beach in the summertime and whether you're on the East Coast or the West Coast, what could be more fun than uh, doing that on a on a surfboard? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, guess what? We're matchy matchy here. That is my number two favorite Disney summer song as nice. well. And, and I agree with you. I mean, it's it's summer, you know, it, uh, again, not expressly summer, but it has that summer feel, summer vacation in Hawaii. I was never a surfer, even though I grew up in San Diego or in Southern California, I was never a surfer, but I did boogie board plenty. And that was kind of my Hawaiian roller coaster ride, boogie board and out there, kind of that same feel. But, um, right. you know, it just is, it has that vibe to it. It has that energy of getting out to the beach, getting outside, having that fun on the water. And that's why I like uh, about that uh, song. So, uh, right. Great choice. Yeah. Great choice. Thanks. Yeah. Ditto. 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 <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll move right on to the real list. The real number one, Michelle, what is your number one favorite Disney summer song? Okay. Well, I have two number ones. Mm. I'm sure one of them is going to be the same as your number you one. Think so? I do. So I wonder I'll which give my one, one that could be. I know. I'll give my one B first. <laughs> Because I know my 1A and your number one are the same. I just, <laughs> if they're not, I'm just going to slide out of my chair right now. So, <laughs> so my number 1B uh, is from my girl Candace. It's such a beautiful day. I'm going to keep my outlook bright and cheery. Got to think some happy thoughts. I'm going to keep them near me. Though my brother's crazy and it could make anyone weary. I won't get sucked into their chaos theory. As long as they don't build a giant roller coaster, robot versions of themselves will strand me in a video game. You know what I mean if you had seen the cattle drive the time machine, the giant paper pelican plane. They build motorized chariots and escalator to the moon, the tallest building, treehouse robots, other nonsense coming soon, a shrinking stuff, a waterfall, a robot dog, a Trojan horse, a frozen lizard, fairy trot, a pyramid, related sports. <gasps> but today I'm not worried about any of that noise. Yeah, I just, 
that song, you know, again, you know, and if you've seen the movie, she's on her bike and she's just, the, the sun is out and she even says that and everything, obviously. And it, to me, it, it could just fit that summertime vibe. Yeah. But my number one A, which I don't even think it needs a drum roll. I think it's your number one from our good friend Olaf in summertime. And I can't wait to see what my buddies all think of me Just imagine how much cooler I'll be in summer The cold are both so intense Put them together, it just makes sense Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle But put me in summer and I'll be a Happy snowman! When life gets rough, I like to hold on to my dream of relaxing in the summer sun, just letting off steam. Oh, the sky will be blue, and you guys will be there too. When I finally do what frozen things do in summer. I'm gonna tell him. Don't you dare. In summer. Yes, that is my the shock. <laughs> I yes, know. Hashtag real man dub frozen. That is my number one. Yes, I, I mean it's it's Olaf, a snowman singing about how great summer is. It's Olaf, like I just said. It's Olaf. <laughs> it's frozen. Of course, that's my number one. So, uh, great choice. Going back to your song from before that, your one B or whatever it was there. Right. Uh, it's a great song. I had a list of like. 18 Phineas and Ferb songs. I was trying to figure out which one you would go with on your list because it's all about it's summer. Funny you should with say Phineas that. <laughs> Did you have? Do you have a five favorite Phineas I, and Ferb summer song list? I do. I've handled that for both of us, honey. <laughs> we'll get to that when we get to our honorable mentions. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, great list, Michelle's list. Always the best list. <laughs> You just heard it. Well, right we there. had a lot of ties this sure. time. A lot a of yeah, some matchy matchies. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, we did get a couple of listener selections. Now we didn't get as many as usual, probably because we were recording earlier than normal. Yeah. I got to learn now that we're recording a day or two earlier than we normally would that I got to put the announcement out on social media that we're looking for these a little bit earlier. But we did get a couple. And so first we got from Scott in Minnesota. He said, these may not all be summer songs, but they give me that happy go lucky summer feeling when I hear them. Starting with number five, I think uh, you'll like this one. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities or Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be found of my big home. The bees are buzzing in the tree to make some honey just for me. When you look under the rocks and plants and take a glance at the fancy ants, then maybe try a few. The bare necessities of life will come to you. 
<laughs> so there you great. go. Bare Necessities, of course, from the Jungle Book. I think that's a that's a great choice for a summer song, actually. Totally. Yeah, that's great. That is awesome. So moving on, he has at number four, Zippity Doodah. At number three, Hakuna Matata. Mm-hmm. At number two, well, we're just going to cross this one right off of your Phineas and Ferb list right now. There's 104 days of summer vacation, and school comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for our generation is finding a good way to spend it. Like maybe building a rocket or fighting a mummy or climbing up the Eiffel Tower. Discovering something that doesn't exist hey. or giving a monkey a shower. Surfing tidal waves, creating nanobots, or locating Frankenstein's brain. It's over here! Finding a dodo bird, painting a continent, or driving our sister insane. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to do before school starts this fall. Come on, Barry! So stick with us, cause Phineas and Ferb are gonna do it all. So stick with us, cause Phineas and Ferb are gonna do it all. Mom! Phineas and Ferb are making a title sequence! Yes, of course, the <laughs> Phineas and Ferb opening theme song as sung by Bowling for Soup, by the way. Uh, just <laughs> the very first song uh, just set that series up for so much great music. I know you agree, Michelle. Oh, yes. Um, and that was number five on my Phineas and Ferb summer song list. But I just want to give a shout out to Scott for being so talented and really having a great list. <laughs> I was going to put Phineas and Ferb on my list, but I just figured you'd have it all covered, which apparently you do. So I just didn't bother putting any on my list. I mean, I usually could have put several songs on there. So um, sure. anyway, that is a great choice. Uh, finally, at number one, how can Olaf's In Summer not be number one? Hashtag real men love frozen, says Scott in Minnesota. Thank you, Scott. Nice. Appreciate yes. it. Uh, we also got a list from Sue in the UK. She said, oh, let me think. Okay, I'll go with five bare necessities, four Hawaiian roller coaster ride, three, you got a friend in me, of course, from Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Two, Good just one. around the river bend. And the number one song that she has is... Of course, Under the Sea from the Little yeah. Mermaid. Uh, do they have summer? Under the sea, I guess it, it, it doesn't really matter. It feels it, it really has matter. that summer feeling to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. T- yeah, and I totally agree. I um, I'm using the word totally a lot today. For totally. Some reason. Uh, like totally. totally. <laughs> no, but I agree with Sue. That's a great song. A very summer um, word. It, totally. It, <laughs> there was a couple songs that I felt would from the Little Mermaid that could make this list. So I'm glad somebody did include it in their list. Yes, very good. Thank you, Sue. I always appreciate your input for sure. Now to the honorable mentions. We'll go ahead and start with Michelle with her list of Phineas and Ferb songs (laughs) in her honorable mentions. Go ahead, Michelle. What you got for us? Okay, so as we said, and and I guess I should, you know, um, 
say, especially for people who aren't familiar with Phineas and Ferb, you know, the whole the whole scope of what that show is about are, is the summertime and what they do during the summer. So it would only make sense that many of their songs relate to summertime. Right. They're just you trying play... to make every single summer day the best day it could possibly be for that 100 days. You heard in the, yeah. in the opening theme song there, 100 and... 108 days, was that right? 108 days of summer vacation. 104 days, thank you. Although they went way more than 104 days of summer vacation. <laughs> but yes, uh, they're just trying to make all those 104 days as best they could be. Mm, yeah. And so you already played uh, the number five. The number four is summer. Where do we begin? Summer, every single moment is worth its weight in gold. You know, I love that song. It's 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 adorable. Uh, and then moving on, because I know I don't want to hold this up too much longer, is Summer Belongs to You. Too cute, right? Yes, always the, the music. <laughs> it's the best part of that show. I mean, it's a great show just for many reasons, but the music is really the best part of that show, at least in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, and number two kind of goes along with something I had talked about before with our with the other list in my number two, and and that would be Backyard Beach. Now you see what having fun playing under the sun and get in line, get in line, cause the wet skis running. A backyard beach, a backyard beach, nothing's out of reach, we got the backyard beach. You can change in the broken hut, drink out of a coconut, three games for a token, but the rest is free. You got skiing, parasailing, surfing in the trail, and you contact me sailing, the rest you can't see. Got the backyard beach, a backyard beach, nothing's out of reach, we got the backyard beach. Got the backyard beach, a backyard beach, don't such a great episode where they actually create a beach in their backyard <laughs> ocean completely, and all plausible they as they all those episodes are right right and my number one favorite phineas and ferb summer song is summer all over the world it's summer summer all over the world every boy and every girl jump up and say Yeah, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. 
your musical tribute to summer. And if you're wondering what we're doing today, we're reaching out to everyone to share our love of summer. Using photographic technology, we are simulcasting our virtual shows around the planet. To put it simply, we're joining you to celebrate around the world, all from the comfort of our own backyard. Every corner of the world, yeah. Cause it's summer, summer all over the world. I believe that's actually the final episode of uh, Phineas and Ferb that that song takes yeah, place. I mean, I'm the pretty final sure official too. regular episode, although I, mean, I think right. we did a little bit of a special episode, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, great song. Yeah, they all are. And hopefully, if you haven't watched Phineas and Ferb, I just really <laughs> encourage you to give it a shot. Um, it, I, I know I've said this in the past, when that show was really actually... I don't want to say live, but, you know, had just come out on, on uh, Disney channel. It, it was something that just looked too weird for me to catch my eye, but gave it a chance years later and have loved it. Our son Scott loves it. And it, it just really touches on both. You know, it does have some adult humor in it as well. Um, but and it's there's just some a smart humor and some smart. It's really an intelligent show. I mean, it looks if it's just if you just look on the surface, it looks silly, and there are some obviously silly aspects to it. But there's really some um, intelligent portions to it where you actually learn things from that show. It's 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 That's actually right. really smart. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, so that was the extra list. Did you have any honorable mentions? Most of them have already been named, but I can't leave the you know the show without giving my man, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, a little love here and something from Moana. So yeah, we know the way from Moana, you know, it just, it, it kind of explores that, uh, you know, getting out on a summer trip, although you know, obviously it's a different, more explore, explorative mm-hmm. uh, trip that they were going on to try and find new islands, new lands and everything. But it just kind of has that getting out and exploring new things, finding new things, trying new things, which I feel like is a good part of summer. And that's, and plus it's from Lynn sure. Manuel Miranda. So I had to get it on the show. <laughs> Because we want him on the show. So I had to bring (laughs) at least a little bit of it into this episode. Right. You know, and kind of like Little Mermaid, there were several songs from that film that could have probably made it onto a summertime list. So I'm glad you included that one. Thank you. Thank you. So that is our list of our five favorites, maybe five plus favorites, summer songs. (laughs) Um, We still love to hear yours. I know, like I said, I got the... the, uh, 
social media posting out a little late, so you may have not had a chance to submit yours. Let us know what are your favorite Disney summer songs. We will, um, I promise you, we will share them on an upcoming show. so much there's so many great songs i think we could have actually gone on with that list for a long time oh. we, you had two lists we could have had many <laughs> many more lists because there's just so many great summer songs with that you know some of them aren't expressly summer but they kind of have that feeling to them right michelle oh yeah i was just gonna say they have the feel they have the the essence of it or when you're hearing that song it makes you think about summer mm -hmm. For sure. So let's go ahead and move on and get to our Disney stories of the week. I do have a few for you this week. And I'm going to start with, well, last week we discussed many of the announced fall events that are coming this year to Disneyland. Well, this week we have news about a different season's holiday celebration at the Walt Disney World Resort. It was the halfway to the holiday celebration <laughs> on the Disney Parks blog this week. So I've got uh, some cool stuff for you. Yeah. yeah so... We'll start with, again, this is from the Disney Parks blog. They say, Holiday joy will unfold at Magic Kingdom as Mickey's very merry Christmas party returns this year. Yay! Yay! On 24 select nights from November 8th through, through December 22nd, 2022, this separately ticketed event will invite guests to Magic Kingdom for an evening of merriment where you'll have the ability to join Mickey and his pals at Cinderella Castle stage for the ultimate must-watch Christmas extravaganza, Mickey's <laughs> most merriest celebration. The show features nostalgic and modern medleys of holiday music paired with dance performers. Minnie Mouse orchestrates a sparkling spectacle over Magic Kingdom as part of Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks full of holiday magic and show. The show includes dazzling castle projections, fireworks, and seasonal songs. We got to see that a couple years ago and I and just really, really enjoyed it, right? Yeah, it's amazing. And the projections, wow, really fabulous and so entertaining. Loved mm -hmm. it, loved it. Put you right in the mood of the season for sure. Mm -hmm. Also, with his famous flying reindeer leading the way, Santa Claus will join Mickey Mouse and friends in the must-see Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade as it makes its way through the park. Speaking of Santa Claus, he is the only one who likes cookies during the holidays. Partygoers can indulge in complimentary cookies and hot cocoa at locations throughout the Magic Kingdom. When we did this, we had oh, so man. many cookies. So we many did. cookies. <laughs> I think we uh, pretty much got our money's worth of, just because of the cookies, and they were great. I think we and, survived you know, the early days of the pandemic just on cookies from the very Merry Christmas party yes. alone. <laughs> you know, and, and what was also good, um, you know, they talked about the hot chocolate, but they also had some other treats. They had, uh, if I recall, eggnog, and they had some, uh, I think, apple cider as well. I mean, so, Sounds but fired. it's just... Just to be able to go around and, and experience the treats and the feel of the holidays is so fabulous and so glad to see this wonderful event returning. Yeah, uh, very excited for it. I uh, can't wait to, to see it come back. Uh, also, Magic Kingdom attractions will get a special dose of Yuletide cheer. Holiday magic will once again transform the Jungle Cruise into the Jingle Cruise. Jingle Cruise. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> 
And as an exclusive treat for event attendees, Space Mountain, Tomorrowland Speedway, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and the Mad Tea Party will all receive a special holiday makeover. Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe becomes the coolest place to get down with denizens of the North Pole dropping by for an intergalactic dance party. And intergalactic in the North Pole seems weird, but I'm, I'm for it. I'm all good with Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, so that's fine. Yeah, I believe we did participate in that dancing. It was pretty fun. Uh, I I remember that really well. So, and 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 the other overlays were fun too. Even the Tomorrowland Speedway had you know extra you know holiday things to to see along the track, and that was fun. I remember taking a lot of pictures. <laughs> yeah, and you can get a great view of that from the People Mover as well if you don't want to get True. behind those smelly cars because I, I, I get that. Uh, <laughs> but either way, uh, yeah, they, they do have a good some good decorations there for that. Uh, also at Magic Kingdom, dance the night away alongside favorite Disney characters during an out-of-this-world holiday show, a totally Tomorrowland Christmas on the Rocket Tower Plaza stage. The fun continues for young partygoers and Disney Junior fans of all ages at uh, Storybook Circus during the Disney Junior Jingle Jam. I had to say that slowly because that was a tough one. As Disney Junior's characters take part in a fun-filled dance celebration and new in honor of the 50th anniversary celebration, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party attendees will discover three jolly new photo opportunities. Guests will also receive a special 50th anniversary commemorative keepsake theme for the holidays now tickets for mickey's very merry christmas party are limited and may be purchased online beginning on july 7th 2022 guests of select walt disney world resort hotels can begin purchasing tickets as early as june 30th so that's coming up pretty quickly so be prepared if you have a trip planned ticket prices will range from 149 dollars to 199 dollars per person based on what date you happen to be attending and there's more information of course on the walt disney world website very cool very cool. That's very exciting. Um, uh, it's one of my favorite parties. I love the very Merry Christmas party. It is, it is really enjoyable. Um, right. It's a blast there. We got, we got dumped on with rain and still had a great time. When we yeah. Went. Actually, I think that kind of helped in, in freeing up some, so many some of the attractions and <laughs> so stuff. Many and, yes. <laughs> so many cookies. <laughs> uh, moving on, we now know when a favorite DVC spot will reopen, but it'll look a little different when it does. This from the Disney Vacation Club website. The Top of the World Lounge at Woo-hoo! Disney's Bay Lake Towers is set to reopen on July 11th, 2022, with a little bit of a dastardly twist. <laughs> it will now be titled Top of the World Lounge, A Villain's Lair. Nice. Yeah. So here's the story of how this came to be the covert hideout for some of Disney's most dastardly villains. Even the ruthless have a chance to relax from time to time. They, <laughs> they said whether pursuing puppies or stealing souls, messing with a mermaid or belittling a beast, evil doing is exhausting. <laughs> and since a dishonest day's work is frowned upon by mainstream masses, the deliciously devious decompress away from judging eyes, hiding deep underground or on top of the world. <laughs> Swapping stories of sabotage and toasting with tales of terror, the unsavory unwind in places inaccessible to the innocent. So 
When the Top of the World Lounge temporarily closed its doors atop Bay Lake Towers at Disney's Contemporary Resort, it didn't take long for the idle enclave to become a devil's playground. (laughs) They said they're not sure how they got there. We can only guess by monorail, but we do know they were there. For when we returned to reopen this picturesque place to mingling members, we found stuff left behind by these hustlers in a hurry. <laughs> Curious uh, couture from the wicked war, uh, wicked wardrobes, artwork befitting their ghastly galleries, and rebellious recipes for their cunning concoctions. That's when we did. That's when we did what so many great cast members have done before us. We gave the place a longer name. <laughs> Welcome home to the top of the world lounge of Villain's Lair. Like the best Disney stories, it's a place of magic with a touch of tragic. So I love that backstory behind yes. it. Yes. I guess it's gonna it's gonna place mostly be the same place. You're gonna get the great same views of the fireworks. You're gonna have it's gonna be kind of that same lounge. They've just, you know, tweaked the carpeting, tweaked some of the decor. And just, and obviously some of the menu as well, and just giving it a different feel. And, you know, people love the Disney villain, so I get it. And I, I'm excited to, I'm, look, I've been excited to get back to the top of the world lounge. I'm really right. excited to see what it's like as the villain's lair. Yeah, most definitely, you know, and, um, you know, I think this is good because it's going to hit some other age groups that may not have felt as welcomed or wanted in that uh, in that lounge before. So, you know, especially for the younger crew, you know, they liked it going for the fireworks, but I think some of the rest of it was probably not as enticing. And so this is great that it's really going to touch on more, more people can enjoy it, more age groups can feel like it's a special place for them too. Right. So very exciting. Can't wait for it to reopen. I know there were some special dates, kind of a, a, um, a soft opening essentially that were sent out to, I believe some DVC members that are staying on property. We didn't receive that email. We don't have a stay uh, for that weekend, unfortunately, but I know that there were some that went out to some people. So I think they're going to get to some chances in the days before it actually reopens to check it out, but it'll be open for every DVC member. Uh, once you get to the 11th, you do have to be a, at least with a DVC member, thought you had to be staying on property. I didn't see that in the list of directions to go in there, but you will have to check in down uh, below at uh, Bay Lake Tower. Um, make sure, you know, obviously there's some limited space up there, so it could be a, if you get there a little late, uh, there is a chance you might not get in, especially, you know, it's going to be very popular with the retheming and everything. And since it's been um, gone and closed for so long, um, I'm sure there are a lot of people itching to get back there, but uh, it's it, it's exciting. I'm, I can't wait to get back to the top of the world lounge. Really? Yeah. Likewise. But I, yeah, I would advise people if you're not staying on, if you're DVC and you're not staying on property, you might want to check that out before right. you make the trek out there. Because even before COVID, um, they were restricting that. And uh, we actually on checking, because you have to check in to, to actually be given the elevator to go to that, right. to that level. Um, they were turning people away who weren't staying on property right. at that time. And you need a member so. with you with their card, um, their, their ID card. I mean, it's virtual now, but you right. will need your ID card with you um, to check in. Also, by the way, if you're a member and you're planning on going over there, um, you do get free parking at the contemporary resort uh, beginning at 5 PM. 
Uh, if you do have plans to go over there, so if you're visiting from a, another resort and wondering, you know, maybe, you know, you obviously you can take the monorail from somewhere, but if you're not in a non-monorail resort and just want to drive over, uh, you can, uh, don't worry about having to pay for park or have any problems there. You just say, hey, I'm going to uh, the Top of the World Lounge, check in the security, and you're good to go. So, uh, finally, Yay. last week we were wondering who the godparent will be for the Disney Wish. Well, we have that information for you. And like I said earlier, it's more than one. Many, <laughs> many more than one. This from the Disney Parks blog. On Friday, that's today as we're recording this, Disney Cruise Line revealed that all Make-A-Wish children, including past, present, and future Wish recipients will be honored as the godchildren of the Disney Wish. I think that's such a wonderful idea. It's awesome. I yeah, just think totally that awesome. Fantastic that every every Make a Wish kid is now going to be a godparent for the Disney Wish. I think that's that's amazing. Yeah, it really you know it makes sense because Make a Wish and the Disney Wish, um, and Disney does such fabulous work with the Make-A-Wish Foundation and it is great that they that they really made that commitment to honor the kids that are that are experiencing things as a result of Disney's participation in the Make-A-Wish program. Yeah, it's just so cool. Uh, the story goes yeah. on to say this is the first time in Disney Cruise Line history that children are being recognized in this important role that symbolically bestows good fortune on our newest ship, the Make-A-Wish Godchildren will play a very special part in the christening of the Disney Wish, which you can watch live on June 29th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Disney Parks blog. They say our Godchildren will join the fleet's magical group of godmothers, including uh, Patty Disney, Tinkerbell, Jennifer Hudson, and Mariah Carey. Uh, Disney Cruise Line also continues to support the transformative work that wish-granting organizations do every day through other initiatives, including a new merchandise collection and the donation of a stateroom aboard a sailing of the Disney Wish. Also, in celebration of the Disney Wish and the incredible power of wishes, Disney partnered with Make-A-Wish to create an exclusive line of merchandise that includes a Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse plush uh, ear headband, trading pin, spirit jersey, and tumbler. And Disney will donate 10% of the purchase price from the sale of every item in the Disney Wish limited edition collection now through July 18th, 2023. The full Disney Wish limited collection is available aboard the Disney Wish and select items are also available on shopdisney.com beginning on July 18th, 2022. So uh, great things. Uh, Disney yes. and Make-A-Wish Foundation have been tied together and done great things for many, many years, and they, they just continue to do so, and I just couldn't be happier about it. Yeah, that's great news. Yeah. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you with a guy without, well, easy for me to say late <laughs> at night, without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. When we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's great, wonderful, <laughs> gorgeous, all things great in the world. Of course, you just heard it. She has the best list. She does the best <laughs> research, but she definitely has the best tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, man, you built up for a, a kind of a small tip here and, and one that I've actually used in the past. But knowing that we were doing a music uh, themed episode this time and that I had two lists and not just one, I felt like I'd keep it to a much more simple tip this week, and that is 
remember to look up. Oh, Michelle classic. I know. <laughs> you know, there's so many things that if you're just, you know, going through the park and looking at your phone or trying to look at the next uh, available time on an attraction or whatever, you're missing some of the great things that are around you that the Imagineers really put thought into. And so you don't want to miss it. It's one of the things that really makes the parks even more magical than other types of parks. Yes. Michelle always has the best tips. That is Michelle's best tip right there. It's, <laughs> um, seriously, go into the parks and don't look at your phone. Don't stare at the sidewalk. You know, don't keep looking for where the next attraction is. Just every once in a while, just stroll down Main Street USA or wherever you are in the parks and take a look. Stop. Take a look around. Um, see so all many the greatness uh, that they've put into, you know, creating this this you know, this wonderful, immersive um park uh, many multiple parks uh, for you to enjoy there's so much stuff that goes on that you, you, it, that will affect you uh, but you may not even notice it if you don't really focus on it so yeah um, it's it's a wonderful tip Michelle's tip always the best tip sure. <laughs> oh man what about your tip baby well for my tip well we talked a lot about summer today and June happens to be of course an extremely popular month for weddings so <laughs> If you have an upcoming nuptials or you may want to think about inviting some of your favorite Disney couples to your ceremony. Ooh. Ooh, do you think they'll show up? I don't know, but you know, Mickey and Minnie, maybe Rapunzel and Eugene, Tiana and Naveen, I don't know, whichever <laughs> Disney couple is the one that you really want at your big day. Well, there's a way you can send them an invitation to your wedding, and it's unlikely. Look, they're very busy. Every one of them. You see them in the parks, they're everywhere. They're always doing right. stuff. They've got stuff going on. It's unlikely that they'll actually RSVP, yes. However, they are almost always so happy for you that they'll send you a little something in lieu of their attendance to your big day to help you celebrate. So if you wanna do that, and I highly suggest you do, Here's the address where you'll want to send your invitation. You'll want to put the name of the characters that you want to invite. So if it's Mickey and Minnie, Rapunzel and Eugene, Tiana, Naveen, whatever. Care of the Walt Disney World Communications. Excuse me, just care of Walt Disney World Communications. P.O. Box 10040, Lake Buena Vista, Florida. And the zip code is 32830. Again, care of Walt Disney World Communications. P.O. Box 10040, Lake Buena Vista, Florida, 32830. And who knows, maybe they'll show up. Most likely you'll get a little <laughs> little trinket in the mail um, to help you celebrate that big day. Very excellent tip there, sweetie. Thanks. Numero uno. Good yeah, job. No, look up is still number one, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Although right now, hydrate is pretty good because it's hot. Yeah. So also, be sure to hydrate. Uh, anyway... Uh, that's it for this week. Next week, well, we'll be on the cusp of the 4th of July, so we thought we'd help set up the celebration of America's birthday with a look at patriotic Disney characters. That should yeah. be a lot of fun, right, Michelle? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. I don't know why I'm going to have time to come up with any list of them, so <laughs> I may be on the fly again, but I'm looking forward to it because there have been a lot of great patriotic Disney characters for sure, so... Yeah, it's one of those topics, too, I think, that you, you think you don't know anything, and then as you start working on it, it's like, oh, yeah, wait, there, there's... There it is. 
There it is. There it is. So. Yeah. We appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. So the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please say yes to signing up for our newsletter if you haven't done so already. Yep. Just another great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another excellent way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, and if you're already there, tell a friend. Tell a friend, and if you're already there, thanks for joining in. Uh, We love hearing, seeing your pictures, hearing your stories. Uh, whatever input you provide. Uh, we are also on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. We love hearing from you. We also love it if you could take time to give us some feedback, whether it's through the Gmail account or through a review. It really helps others find us and we truly appreciate hearing from you and we appreciate everyone who's already given us a review you've said wonderful things about the show about us Uh, we appreciate every review we get and it does help us one you know just know how we're doing but two um like michelle mentioned there are these weird algorithms or whatever that you know when you get more reviews especially five-star reviews it does help people that are just searching for Disney podcasts know that this show exists. And we want to grow this community because it's a fun, positive community. Right, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Totally. To- totally. Totally. <laughs> Let's get out. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.